As we continue our series on the words from the cross and as we continue to survey this wondrous cross, we come to some very famous words. It is finished. These words are found in the book of of John chapter 19 and verse 30. But we're going to start today's message in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. If you have your Bible with you there at home, go ahead and, and open it and follow along. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, 24, and 25. And Paul wrote this, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Christ, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. Verse 23 tells us that, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've, we've covered that through multiple angles in this sermon series. But then verse 24 tells us that, that all are justified, which means that, that all have been in the wrong are, are made right. And they're not only made right, the Bible tells us that they're made right Freely. In other words, this is something that is free to humanity. This comes by the grace of Jesus Christ. And this grace comes through, verse 25 tells us, through the shedding of Jesus' blood. But we access this gift, we open this gift, so to speak, by faith. Verse 23, all humanity is in the wrong Verse 24, all humanity is made right by the shedding. Verse 25, we are made right by the shedding of Jesus' blood and we access this gift. In other words, we don't get the, the power, the benefit, the privilege of being made right unless we open the gift and we do that by faith. Powerful text, but, but the word I want us to focus on most of all is the word freely, free. Paul is able to write these words in the book of Romans based on the words that Jesus spoke from the cross in John chapter 19 and verse 30. But to give it context, we are actually going to begin reading in John chapter 19 and verse 28. John chapter 19 and verse 28. Later, knowing that Everything had now been finished, and so that Scripture would be fulfilled. Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, and here's those words of Jesus from the cross, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He died. Paul can only write freely, that all are justified freely, because Jesus said, it is finished. These three words, it is finished, in the English language are actually just one word in the Greek. They're the word telestai. And that one word is, is, a, is a Greek word that is, that is written in the perfect tense. What that basically means is that there is nothing that can come after it. 
In other words, when Jesus says telestai, he is saying it is finished. It is fully done. Jesus is not saying it is finished as long as you do A, B, C, and D. Jesus is not saying it is finished. Oh, but I forgot there's a few more things that you must do in order to receive the finished product. Jesus is not saying it is finished. Oh, but I forgot to add one more thing to the checklist. Jesus in that moment was declaring that something was complete, was finished, was done, period, full stop. Jesus was not declaring that his time on the cross was finished, although that would soon be true. Jesus was not declaring that his suffering was finished, although that also would soon be true. Jesus was not declaring that his life was finished. Jason, you'll have to edit all this. The loop was catching under the edge of my jacket. Okay, I'm going to start from Jesus was declaring something was complete. Okay? Jesus in that moment was declaring something was complete. He was not declaring that the time on the cross was finished, although that would soon be true. He was not declaring that his, his suffering was finished, although that also would soon be true. He was not even declaring that his life was finished, although that also was true. So what was finished? What was made complete? What was ended completely with nothing after it, after, in that moment on the cross? What was made complete was Jesus' mission which is your salvation and mine. Jesus told us what his mission was. In fact, the entire Bible tells us what the mission of Jesus is. From, from the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, when, it, when, when Jesus told the serpent, I will crush your head and you will strike my heel. Jesus was painting the picture of his mission to destroy sin and the wickedness of this world, but also to save people. And throughout the Bible, and story after story, there, there are pictures of salvation, pictures of the mission of Jesus Christ. But Jesus himself told us very clearly what his mission was. In Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, Jesus said, For the Son of Man, and he's speaking there of himself, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus didn't say the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who were doing right and to give them a reward. Jesus didn't say the Son of Man came to, to seek out all those who he thought would be good enough and give them the reward. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. A lot of people's favorite text in the Bible is John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world, you can say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. That's a lot of people's favorite text. But 
But I actually like verse 17, which comes immediately after it. John chapter 3 and verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's the mission of Jesus. He was sent in this world to save people, to perform salvation. Jesus in this moment that looks like absolute defeat. He's on a cross. He's dying. He's about to take his last breath. And Jesus in this moment actually declares victory. It is finished. Nothing after. Telestai. Mission accomplished. Humanity's salvation is secure. It is finished. This is what he was declaring finished. All the work that must be done for your salvation and my salvation. This is why Paul was inspired to write in, in Romans chapter 3 and verse 24 that justification is free to us. He was inspired to write that it is free based on the words of Jesus, that it is finished. In other words, salvation is complete. The work of salvation is complete. All are justified freely by his grace, that's Jesus' grace, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Jesus cried out, it is finished, and said to all the world, salvation is yours for free. Free, meaning that you don't have to pay anything for it. Free, meaning you don't have to work for it. Free, meaning you don't have to prove yourself to receive salvation. You still have to access salvation through faith, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But there is not a work you can earn, do to earn the free gift. We don't really understand free in our society the way we should. A lot of things people say is free, are free, but they're not really free. Remember those bygone days just five weeks ago when we were able to wander through the, wall, the malls and browse the malls freely and in safety? Well, in the mall, there is a store that is popular for me around Christmas time, Bath and Body Works. And I see a number of other men in there, so I think it's popular for other husbands as well. At Christmas time, we go in to, to buy some lotions or some body sprays, uh, some fragrances, some candles for our wives. Now, I must say it's not just for women because I enjoy some of their lotions and their body sprays and their and their. Uh, bath things as well, their body washes as well, but it's a, it's a popular place. And in the window, especially at Christmas time, but really all year round, or really other times of the year as well, but, but especially at Christmas time, guaranteed at Christmas time, there are signs in the bath, bed, uh, bath and body store that reads, get a free gift. Get a free gift. Now, now, what that word should mean is that I can walk into the store and say, I'm here for my free gift, and they put it into my hand, and I walk out. 
But, but if you read the fine print underneath, it says, get a free gift with the purchase of two other products of greater or equal value. Folk, that is not free. I had to buy something in order to get the gift. I had to pay for something in order to receive the gift of equal value. It is only a gift if you don't have to pay for it first or pay for anything else first. Have you heard of the website freecreditreport.com? You might have. It's a good place to go sometimes to check your, your, your credit score and to make sure everything's okay. The, the name of the website is freecreditreport.com. You would think that, that that means that I could go to this website and I could get a free credit report. But, but listen to what is written on their website. On their own website. When you order your $1 credit report and score here, you will begin your seven-day free trial membership in freecreditreport.com. If you don't cancel your membership within the seven-day trial period, you will be billed $14.95 for each month that you continue your membership. You may cancel your trial membership anytime within that trial period without charge. So the free credit report at freecreditreport.com isn't actually free because even my seven-day trial, my seven-day free trial, costs one dollar. If I have to pay one penny for something, then it is technically not free. And if I don't if I, if I go more than seven days after paying my $1, then I have to pay $7.95 and then $14.95 after that. All of this payment at freecreditreport.com. That is not free. We have a misunderstanding of what is free in our society. Teachers, we have some teachers I know at home watching right now. Teachers, you do this too. I've heard this scenario in, in classes when I was growing up, and I've heard my boys talk about it as well. At the beginning of the day, the teacher tells the students, or at the beginning of the year, every day, the children who have behaved the best or who have gotten uh, the most stars or kept their color green or whatever system you use within your classroom, the kids who are the best in class will get to pick something out of the gift box at the end of the day. Teachers, that is not a gift. A gift is free. They had to work for it. Their behavior had to be a certain way before they could get the gift. That is not free. Parents, we do it as well. Christmas morning, we've had a great breakfast together and everybody's excited to open the gifts and, 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 and dad says, to the children, but hold on, before we can open any gifts, we all have to help mom clear the table and clean up the kitchen after breakfast. No gifts unless we clear the table and clean up the kitchen. We've put stipulations on when someone can receive the gift. Only after you do this can you participate in the gift. Can you receive the gift? Y'all, it's not free if you have to buy something else in order to get the gift. 
it's not free if you first have to pay something, even a little something, in order to get the gift. It's not free if you have to first perform certain behaviors in order to get something out of the gift box. It's not a free gift if you first have to clear the table and clean the kitchen before you can open the gifts. You all, that is not free. And praise God, that is not the free of Jesus. When Jesus says, it is finished, and Paul then says, because Jesus declared the work of salvation complete, it is free to you. It is really free. Because what Jesus is declaring, when he declares that it is finished, he is declaring that I did all the work for salvation so you wouldn't have to. He is declaring that I paid the price for salvation so that you don't have to. He is declaring that I lived perfectly and died the perfect death so that you don't have to because you can't. Now I know this might be bothering a good saint or two right at the moment. But I'm sorry, this is the gospel. Jesus declared it finished, not me. Paul declared it free. Paul declared that we are made right for free, not, not me. Richie Halverson, the pastor of the Bowman Hills Seventh-day Adventist Church down in Cleveland, Tennessee, just a little bit outside of, of Chattanooga, Tennessee, tweeted this out this week, and I, I love this. The reason the gospel offends some people in the church is because nothing makes a Pharisee angrier than seeing someone get something for free that they've been working their whole life to earn. Some people might be a little upset because they've been working hard for salvation and they don't like the idea that someone is going to get it for free. I've heard people say, speak of pastors as being referred to as salesmen or saleswomen. But Billy Graham once quipped, a pastor is not a salesman because they have nothing to sell. You can't sell something that's free. The gospel, salvation is free. The words from the cross, it is finished, is a declaration to all humanity that salvation is theirs as a gift, as a free gift. The only thing you and I have to do, and you may say, well, I knew there was a catch. I knew there was a gotcha moment. No, listen, the only thing you and I have to do is access that gift, open that gift. That's not a catch. That's just the reality of all gifts. And here's the way you open the gift of salvation. You believe in your heart and accept in your heart that the work of Jesus Christ in his life and on the cross is enough to save you. And that's all that you need for your salvation. Paul wrote that we are made right for free, but that we access it through faith. Romans chapter 3 and verse 25. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. Received by 
faith. That is the opening of the gift. Jesus said, it is finished, full stop, complete, period. Nothing comes after this. You can't add anything to your salvation. You can't do anything to, to contribute to your salvation. I have done the work in full. And you say in your heart, I believe that to be so, and I accept that. That's it. That's faith. That's how you access the gift. This means that if I try to work for this gift, if I say, well, I've done A, B, C, so I should get the gift, then I haven't really accessed salvation because I'm not taking the gift by faith. Also, if I choose to ignore this gift, if I don't let the gift of salvation into my life to change me from the inside out, because that's what salvation does. It changes us. It makes us different people. Then again, the free gift is not mine because I have not had faith that Jesus can change me and make me new. It is only mine if I take it in faith and go forward from there. Jesus hands it to me. I say thank you and I go forward from there. The gift. A couple months ago, I was doing chapel at our academy here, Spencerville Adventist Academy, and I was doing chapel for the middle school students, and, and that morning before chapel, I went into the office, and I asked them for a list of the names of some of their middle school students, and I, and I found a name on the list that I didn't know. Intentionally, I found someone's name that I did not know. I found a, a young man who was not a member of the Spencerville Church. I wanted to to have nothing, no association with this young man so no one could say that I manipulated this. And so at chapel that morning, I got up and I invited this young man by name. I said, would you come forward and please help me? He had no idea he was gonna be called forward and he, he came forward to the front and he stood there. And when he came forward, I handed him $100. And I told him that $100 is yours. It's a gift. And he looked at me, and I explained to the students about salvation and, and about how God gives us a free gift, the free gift of salvation, that, that we can't work for it, that we can't prove ourselves worthy of it, that, that it just is. And as I talked about the free gift, I asked this young man if he had done anything that morning to, to earn that $100. I said, did you, did you brush your teeth a little extra longer this morning? And he said, said no. I said, did you, did you uh, do anything special on your way to school this morning, some special deed in order to earn this hundred dollars? And he said no. I asked him if he knew me or if I knew him or if we had arranged this whole thing, and he said no. I asked him if he deserved this hundred dollars more than anybody else that was in that room, and he said no. And then I told him, I said, it is a gift. Now go ahead and sit down. It's yours. What he did next was, was perfect. It was completely unplanned, but it was, it was perfect. He leaned in close to me, and he, and he whispered something, and, and I had to ask him to say it again because I didn't really understand what he said. He leaned in close to me, and he whispered, do I really get to keep the money? For him, it was too good to be true. He thought there had to be a gotcha moment. There had to be 
a catch. I told him, no, it's, it's yours. It's a gift. You don't have to do anything. Just accept it. For too many of us, that is how we view salvation. We don't believe Jesus when he declares, it is finished. We hear him cry, it is finished. The mission of your salvation is complete. And we lean in close to the cross. And we whisper and we ask, do I really get to keep this? And Jesus in his love and in his patience looks upon us and says once again, it is finished. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the gift of salvation. I thank you that everything you did in your life and everything you did on the cross was enough to save me. It was enough to save all of us. Lord, I thank you that, that when you declared it is finished, you were declaring to us that, that the battles that we wage to, to try to save ourselves are over. The battles we wage and the wars we fight against our own humanity to make ourselves maybe good enough to get a little closer to you are over. You declare it is finished. You are Lord and your salvation and mission is complete. And because your mission is complete, we can say with Paul, the gift is free to us. Lord, help us to believe that. Help us to trust in your gift. Help us to have faith to access the gift that you have given to all humanity at the cross. We thank you for declaring it is finished.